Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. 
He takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, and it's Ben here. We have a terrific podcast today full of Bachelor headlines. Tons of stuff going on in Bachelor Nation if you've been following along. We're ramping up. uh, Filming still going on for the next season of The Bachelorette. Contestants are out there moving and grooving in the world and causing some stories going on that we can now break down with you and for you. Ashley, to get us started... Um, you're still in Rhode Island. You're still hanging yeah. out. <laughs> I went to Arizona this weekend. How's so that? I, I will, I had like a very cool opportunity because you know how I wanted to be a dermatologist, but I yeah. took a different route. <laughs> yeah. So now I got to like kind of meld everything together. Ooh, how? And I spoke on a panel. It was a, it's an aesthetics, dermatology, plastic surgery, um, convention and I talked about how practices can best utilize social media and influencers. Hey. To get. Yeah. So that was cool. And while I was there, guess who I ran into who was getting microneedling done in the media room? Oh, who? <laughs> guess who it was? Who? Corinne Olympios. Hey, yeah. one of our favorites. Uh, she's so funny. She's all like... I like to do everything. She's like, she's talking to her boyfriend. She's like, I get a facial. She's like, people make fun of me. Like, do you just like sit around and do nothing and get facials? And she's like, you know what? If I do, is there a problem with that? Uh, heck no. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so we went to dinner with her and her boyfriend, who, if you guys um, follow, he's got an incredibly built up Instagram following as well. His name is Vince the Builder on Instagram, and he builds some of the most incredibly gorgeous houses I've ever seen. And th- it was a blast catching up with her and seeing their dynamic. She's a hoot. She is wild. I've never seen met somebody so over the top, but also just like she's a great girl's girl. Like she's there for you and she's a good support system. And she's the most non-judgmental person. Corinne. She she's got to be back on our TV or something or something like that soon because she's got a personality that needs to be seen. You're a fan um, of Corinne, her, then, and she has a podcast, right? Yeah, she has a new podcast out, and what she likes about her new podcast is that there's only a few episodes out, but she's doing it completely on her own. She doesn't have a network; like she literally records and uploads it by herself. And she's like, "If you're offended by anything, I don't care. Just don't listen to me." And I don't want a network because I don't want people to tell me what's offensive and what isn't. Um. I'm kind of like respect. Anyway, so her boyfriend and her have a really fun dynamic because he is the chillest guy ever. He's just very laid back. He reminds me a lot of Tanner Tolbert. And she is, of course, so wild. And they just balance each other out very nicely. She seemed happy. Oh my God, she's so happy. Okay, Dying good. for him to propose and not being shy about it. 
Yeah, like one of those. I, I have a friend like that. So like one of those where you're at dinner, they're together, and one of them, like the guy or the girl's like, I want to get married. Like I'm waiting. Like you need to do this now. I'm like some relationship where like it's kind of like that unsaid thing that like isn't yeah. put. Okay. That's kind of fun. I would know. Oh, but she no, She like made multiple remarks about like, I'm waiting for the ring, you know, uh, yeah. all out there. I, I would never I could never be like that. I don't feel like I like it would need to feel like he made that decision without any sort of pressure on him. So we'll celebrate the day that that ring does come here because you've been behind the scenes of it when she does get engaged. If that happens, no pressure, buddy. Um, we will uh, we'll be celebrating here, yeah. huh? They've they've been together for a year and a half, and they moved into each other. She moved into his place four months into the relationship. So wow. I mean, he knows her pretty well. All right, so there's something that's gone on with you and your relationship that's well, kind of funny. So my mom texted me a picture the other day because yeah. you have my my home Virginia address. She sent me a picture of your save the date mm -hmm. um but i was like thinking i'm pretty sure she sent me this exact same text a couple weeks ago yeah. what happened yeah so is there is some drama in paradise here at the future higgins household um we have our wedding coming up in november and jessica has been working and I, I say that because jessica has been working really hard her mom my mom jessica uh have been working very hard on this wedding well, we got wedding invite or save the dates made. Uh, obviously, I was there when they came in. I was excited. I saw them. I said, what a cool picture and pushed them to the side. Not because I don't care, just because that just doesn't excite me as, you know, as much as it excites them to have save the dates come in the mail. Super pumped okay. for it, though. So we send them out to everybody. I started getting texts. Hey, we got your save the date. We got your save the date. We got your save the date. And then I started getting texts saying, I went to the website and this doesn't look like you and Jessica. And in fact, <gasps> it's not. And so on the, it's a different couple. It's a different couple. Unfortunately, oh my God, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the people, uh, not to like throw anybody in the bus. It's not Jessica. It's not her mom. It's not my mom. The people in charge of putting our wedding invites together or save the dates together, uh, made a mistake, which happens in life. No harm, no foul. But the wrong wedding uh, address website was put on the save the dates. So as a result, no. we sent out two save the dates. And now oh my people God, are ben. getting their second one. Yeah. Was that a big money hit? Uh, I, you know what? I haven't asked. I'm sure. I, I'm, sure <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, mistakes happen. Unfortunate that it happens. On the very first thing that we send out for our wedding. But if this is the worst thing that happens as we lead up to this big day, I'm good with it. We'll pay for it. But uh, that's not a bad blooper. It's not the worst blooper. I mean, no. And now people have two pictures of us in their house. So like my, you know, my ego is very excited because I'm sure that on people's <laughs> refrigerator, it's not just one. You get two pictures of Jessica and I. Uh, I think it's all been fixed because the second save the date should have arrived now. But the behind the scenes of this, Ashley, I mean, it was wild, chaotic, like people were freaking out, uh, but I think we've made it through. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. I want to address the fact that you have, I believe, 400 people being invited to your wedding. That's right. Yeah. I mean, COVID pending. So you pending. had to send out 400 more seconds save the dates. We did. 400 more seconds save the dates. Um 
really exciting. Like I said, and like here is my my beautiful fiance uh, sitting on the floor, uh, stamping, addressing, putting them in envelopes. Uh, is, she, is she really doing that by hand herself? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Are you just trying to be humbling right now? No, she really is. <laughs> she, I, 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 I literally. I walked into our house uh, w- right now. So she's up in this house in Golden, Colorado. I walk into the living room, and there she is. She has them all spread out across the living room. She's stamping them. She's putting in the – She's uh, she has this, like, tool to, like, close the envelope. She wasn't licking all of them. That sounds dangerous for the – You mean, like, that Seinfeld episode? Yeah. Especially do you know COVID. what I'm talking about? I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, she has this, like, glue stick type thing that she was using. It, it she's working hard on it and i think we've saved the i think she saved the day again i i cannot take any credit for this i guys so distant if you don't know what i'm talking about there's an episode yeah. where george's fiance is literally licking all the postage for their yes. wedding invitations and she gets poisoned uh, by them and so dies <laughs> yeah you, you know the other part is the the paper cut would be i got a paper cut yesterday Ooh, a tongue paper cut oh how bad would that be i mean i got one i was uh i was working through some envelopes yesterday and and reading some mail and i reached down and like one got me right on the finger here and it i mean i don't know last time you got a paper cut i feel like i got them more when i was younger um but they hurt so i mean it's like i can't even hardly say they hurt so bad they'll put uh, a grown human to their knees. Uh, <laughs> so that's been our life. Uh, so wait, Ben, I have more questions about the wedding. Keep asking. Okay. How can you run off some of the bachelor names that will be in attendance? Oh, you don't yeah. have to do all of them because yeah. that could be like really stressful if somebody doesn't hear themselves on the list because you accidentally forgot them. But run through maybe ten because if you're having four hundred people, I know there's at least ten, and then there's probably there's probably thirty. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got you and Jared, mm-hmm. uh, Becca Kufrin, mm-hmm. uh, Dean, uh, and Wells and Kaylin, obviously, um, and Sarah, but she's not like a part of that world necessarily. Uh, we also have, uh, Nick, uh, we have, um, uh, Becca Tilly, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, there's a lot. Like, I'm trying. No, that's I, definitely a core, a core group right there. Blake Kortzman, um, mm-hmm. it was in Denver. I just went to his DJ set Saturday night. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, but yeah, that, that, uh, there's a lot more. I'm not naming them all, but there is a lot. Uh, no, we, okay. Th- those were the expected ones. Those are definitely yeah. top of the list expected for me. Yeah, okay. and they're like close so, friends. Like these are people who have a hard, big part of my life. You know, way past the show. Mm-hmm. Um. So yes. But uh, the so listen to this. I, Saturday night, Blake Horseman, who is a DJ, uh, kind of travels around now. Um, mm-hmm. He had a DJ set in Denver, Colorado, and so I uh, went along with a few buddies of mine to support him. I haven't got to see him play live yet. I knew uh, he he's pretty good at this, so we went to this socially distant DJ party. Super fun. How is that uh, possible? Yeah. I so, mean, I'm not judging. I just no, want to know. No, like, is it really it. socially distant? Yeah, uh, it, it really was, which makes this hilarious. Okay. And so here's this here's a scene. You have to have a table. So all the tables right. are spread out. Um, you get like four people at your table. And then Blake was like, everybody needs to stand up through the entire show. So everybody is standing up 
dancing around their table for like this hour and a half set. It was absolutely hilarious. I, I kept looking back at the crowd because I was kind of sitting up front and just laughing because like everybody's having a ball. They get to hear live music for the first time. Yeah. Everybody's kind of standing around their table while doing it. So like, wait a second. Yeah. This sounds like the ideal club scenario for me. Oh, it You're was telling great. me you that space. I don't have to be in a crowded pit where somebody is bumping into me with their drink. I can just stay with my core group oh, yeah. and even sit in the booth and maybe munch on something oh. during the entire experience. Yes. Maybe, let's keep this. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do is like you go to this club to not have to interact and like push up against anybody else. It was, yeah. it was great. But here's what happens, Ashley. So it's like starts late at night. Right. And I go and I'm having a great time. Um, and I leave and my buddies I was with is like, Hey, let's go get one more drink. I was like, okay, cool. Well, before like, we're all sitting around at this like bar. It's really great. And I looked down at my clock and it's one o'clock in the morning. The latest you've stayed out and stayed up for at least a year, Ben. You guys, if I text Ben at his time, 930, I do not get a response until the morning. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I thought 930 would still be early enough. (laughs) No, I'm sound asleep at like 930, 10 o'clock is like when I turn the lights off. So one o'clock in the morning for me was rough. So I was like, okay, I'm going home. Go home. Uh, I fall asleep. I go to bed my alarm goes off at six 30 um, in the morning because that's just like when I have it set, I wake up, I get up Ashley still to this day right now, as we're talking, I don't know. You're hung over. <laughs> I, I feel like more now it's exhaustion. Like, I don't know what's happened to me. In fact, I was at lunch today. <laughs> Jessica and I went on a lunch date and we were talking about our childhood. And I was like, you know, I was like, I, I was pretty wild. Like I did some crazy stuff. And I was like, you know what? I still feel like I have like a wild side in me. And she's like, mm-hmm. Ben, you just said that you wanted to go to bed at eight o'clock tonight. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, <laughs> fair enough. What terp. I can't deal with anymore with drinking is the sugar. Like, I don't get hungover from the alcohol, but I feel like hungover from sugar. Uh, I don't, does that make sense? It like, does. I get puffy yeah. and thirsty and <laughs> Actually, just like. I, I get hungover from salt. I just get like, if I have like a salty dinner, I wake up in the morning puffy. That's what I mean. I I, I just feel like half my life is, is battling trying to feel better. Um, That's exactly what I mean. The salt and sugar, you feel it once you turn 30. Yeah, it's wild. Well, Hey, uh, this is going to be a great podcast. We do have a lot of bachelor, bachelor headlines to run through and more stories to come. There's a lot going on behind the scenes right now that we're digging into as we speak. Our team is plugging away, calling contacts. We'll have a great podcast for you next week as well. But uh, for this week, let's take a break. We come back with Bachelor Headlines. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, 
For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new sense turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream, really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way. 
Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply. And they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. It's another week of Bachelor headlines, and most of you probably know this. If you listen to this podcast, you probably follow the web of rumors that circle around Bachelor Nation. Well, one of the rumors that are going on right now is that Matt James and Rachel have been seen, officially seen together in New York City. Now, the context to why they were together is something Ashley is going to explain if we know anything about it, but... It can be confirmed that Matt James and Rachel were seen together. Okay, so we'll admit we got this info from Reality Steve. I watched his entire 30 minutes on this. Oh, wow. And guys, this is juicy. Oh, boy. Um. All right, so last week when the picture came out... Of the two of them walking across the street in New York City, I like my little like hopeless romantic heart was super happy. I was like, oh, no way. How wonderful. You know, they're very kindling. And apparently a lot has changed in the past week. So to condense that 30 minute storytelling session that reality Steve had, uh, Rachel and Matt have been talking, FaceTiming. Ever since the reunion, the after the final rose. So for about a, a month now. Matt was supposedly, allegedly, saying things along the lines of like, I love you and I still want to be with you. I don't know if this was the first time they saw each other face to face in New York City. But allegedly, he was the one who booked the flight for her to come see him there. 
Well, apparently a couple days before that New York City meeting, Matt was texting another girl named Grace trying to link up with her that night romantically or otherwise but supposedly (laughs) you're gonna use supposedly and allegedly a lot in this um he had hooked up with her before the bachelor um and that he was faithful to rachel during the time that they were officially together okay but he wanted to meet up with this girl named grace in miami a couple days previously um so bottom line he was kind of talking to this girl grace while also trying to rekindle things with rachel when in new york it seemed like everything was going great between rachel and and matt until somebody ends up telling rachel that matt's been seeing talking to this girl named grace at the same time while he's trying to rekindle so once finding this out rachel is just totally done left matt who she was staying with and went to dinner with some friends and this source over her at the restaurant overheard her crying about matt and the whole situation with grace um and then i believe that grace has done an interview with reality steve at this point so matt and rachel are now kaput again because he was talking to some other girl meow well okay a couple questions for you one we don't know the context to matt's relationship with rachel like they were talking. Obviously, they were very serious for a period of time. Is, is it weird of me? And please tell me if this is. Anybody tell me if this is. Like, Matt's single. And so if he was, like, talking to multiple people at once, as long as there is no agreement to exclusivity, is that a problem? depends on the language he was using with Rachel. If he was saying things like, I still love you and I want to be with you, Mm. then yeah, I would say it's a little bit messed up for him to be talking about somebody else. But if it was just like in the let's see where this goes phase, then I guess it can't really be completely held against him. There is also some what I would feel like I would consider gaslighting in the situation because it looks as if sources close to Matt... We're going to the press after things disintegrated last week, say trying to like cover up what happened by uh. saying that Rachel was hoping that they would get back together, but Matt had no intentions of that and he just was pursuing friendship. And then the reality Steve report starts coming out and all the press stories started taking a turn. Uh. So it, it looks as if people close to Matt may have wanted to cover up this situation that's not well that's no good that's not great okay second thought what and how did grace end up on reality steve's and like that feels like a big step and so she knows she's dating a guy with a public image Mm -hmm. um like what why would somebody go out then publicly and like have an interview kind of throwing him under the bus like is she that angry is it that bad of situation like there's a lot to this that feels like one it's that's a big step to kind of call out a guy that you were just like talking to a week before right um well i think that she just feels screwed over because she saw the picture of matt and rachel and she was like wait a second i thought we had a thing and then rachel was like wait i thought we had a thing and i think both girls probably just feel a little bit blindsided and screwed over 
Holy moly. But it also, but yeah, the Grace thing, like I didn't watch the, I didn't listen or watch the interview with this girl, but I do, I do feel like it seems casual enough with Grace that she shouldn't have been so upset about it but then like i guess like if the guy is trying to hook up with you like two days before seeing another girl it's one thing to do and not be seen and not be caught right but Mm. like once you see the guy that you're talking to out with another girl it's just like feels really yucky and i can feel i can understand the feelings she's going through wild stuff going on in bachelor nation we're gonna i mean i don't know how far this story goes it kind of feels like the story now has been presented it's out there I think it's done now. Uh, it's done now. Um, but I mean, you're claiming just to close this up that Rachel and Matt, uh, as of we, as of what we know now, are like done, done. Like they're both, yeah. Like she's done. Yeah. Okay. We gotta talk to her. We gotta get Rachel on here. No, oh, we gotta be... get Matt on here. <laughs> we also need to get Bennett or Kit on here because they were another couple spotted in nyc together this weekend okay let's not call them a couple yet what this is crazy did you know this i had no clue please explain okay so the two of them were spotted at dinner just the two of them in the west village but interestingly enough the same week that they were spotted somebody on instagram asked bennett if he'd be down to date kit and he said she could be my daughter or I could be her father. I'm, I'm old enough to be her father. Of course not. So is he trying to throw us off? I mean, that feels like a very odd comment to try to throw people off with. (laughs) Like you could have gone a bunch of different directions than that. (laughs) Well, Uh, that's all we got right now. So we'll have to see. But they were spotted together. So we don't know. Are they friends? Uh, Are they, are they dating? Are they hanging out? I mean, Bennett's kind of thrown his shot out there, right? Uh, we talked about last mm-hmm. week with Kelly Flanagan. Uh, it's obvious that he's really pushing to be on Paradise. I think it would I mean we, when yep. we talked to him, he didn't fully know. But I mean, he has a couple uh, a couple people he's interested in. Now, do we do we know if Kit's one of those people or not? We don't. But they were spotted together in New York City. New York is the hot spot right now. It feels like for bachelor dates. I feel like I could kind of see them together, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't feel like we know much about Kit. You know, she was there on the season, but, you know, she wasn't necessarily a a person that we got to know a ton about. But, you know, she is, I think her even thing, like a socialite in New York City. Bennett's obviously in New York City. They probably could, if they wanted to, run in similar circles. Their lives are pretty uh, lined up. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it feels like this Bachelor world... uh, you could see anybody together at this point. I don't know anymore. Um, I have I feel like they're both kind of caricatures of like, they're like a borderline could be interpreted as being snotty. <laughs> I, you know what, Ash, here's what I'm going to do at the end of this podcast. I'm going to give you the one couple that I want to see together in paradise. Is that okay? It's going to be a shock. Do you, do you have it in mind? I have it right now in mind. It's going to be a shock to everybody, but I feel like people could get behind it. Okay, we'll, t- we'll do it later in the podcast. That's right. What's well, our next headline? Well, speaking of Paradise, The Bachelorette and The Bachelor in Paradise premiere dates revealed this according to Entertainment Tonight. So The Bachelorette, Katie's season, is going to start on June 7th. 
And then Paradise is going to start on August 16th. So Bachelorette is delayed like, um, I'd say two or three weeks after per usual. It would normally start in mid-May. Um, and Bachelor in Paradise looks like it's set to debut pretty much around the same time it normally would. Pretty exciting stuff. We're going to have more seasons to talk about. A lot coming up uh, in the Bachelor world. Well, this is one headline uh, that's almost funny for me to read because fans have been critical. They've been assuming they've spoken out without knowing for months now about this topic. Well, they're squashing it. This couple is squashing the rumors because Bachelorette Zach Clark reveals he and Tasha Adams have started wedding planning this off of months of people saying, are they together? Are they not together? Are they committed? Are they not committed? Well, they're committed and they're wedding planning. This is really, really good news. It made me excited to hear. Uh, he does say this week also that they've had some ups and downs since The Bachelorette. He, you know, especially like with all, like they have been faced with so many like split rumors. He says, naturally, it's for all the reasons that people say it shouldn't work because it's so quick and all that stuff. And then I hear that. And then there's also so many reasons for me why it does work. He says, when you put the cell phone down, there's no distractions. Your conversations are very pointed and structured. You really give yourself, like for me, I gave myself the opportunity to really explore what love was and what this relationship could be. And then coming out of that, I think we had a strong foundation. And then it's about like digging in together, getting to know each other and, and understanding each other's lives. He says we're both passionate, driven, busy human beings. And with that, we need to remind ourselves to work each other into like the schedule. And we've done that. So after uh, he said a couple months after there were some up and downs, of course, and we were like was well documented. But at the end of the day, all's good right now. I think. Overall, what he means by all those quotes is that just like it does take effort in order to uh, like merge two lives and two lifestyles, especially two people who lived on different coasts and have completely different careers. Tasha has a ton going on. And speaking of Zach Clark even more, he teases to his fiance. To, he teases his fiance, Tasha Adams, hosting spot on The Bachelor. We've gotten a lot of questions. What is this going to look like? What's the format going to be? We, we don't know at this point, but Zach Clark is teasing just a bit. He says that Tisha is obviously a talented person. She's very good at what she does, whether that's leading a show or cooking at home. That's very sweet. He says, I don't think Bachelor Nation needs any more help getting excited than they already are about the upcoming season. But I'll say, get your popcorn ready. One of the beautiful things that we've been able to do for each other is support each other in everything we do. No matter what she or I have going on, we talk through everything and it's been really healthy. Um, and, and one of those things that they are talking through is like you said a couple minutes ago, it's a wedding planning he says that there are plans to get married but it's been a wild start to the year of course you know with her having this hosting position and having to be in new mexico for at least two months which has to be crazy my question ben um i brought this up last week i'm super confused how he and jason are going to be going to visit them do they have to quarantine by themselves before going into the girls suites you think Oh, I bet. Every time they go back and forth? 100%. I mean, there's that's yeah. only, that would be the only way around it. I mean, unless they're vaccinated. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, I don't know if they are or not. Uh, but yeah, they would have to. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope they're vaccinated so they don't have to go through that. That'd be wild, right? I mean, five days. Yeah. Five days of waiting before you can see them for another like. Well, I mean, that's ten days probably of them being kind of isolated from the world every time. It's, just, it's love. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot. Or maybe the girls are vaccinated. I don't know. Um, Who knows? Okay. Ashley? But well, I keep bearing the lead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So they said that the wedding date is not in stone but there will be one eventually um he also was asked whether or not they would televise their wedding like sean and Catherine did or trista and ryan and he said i would say probably not knowing us but um i would say it's probably a no but hey happy wife happy life happy life so whatever she wants i'm in ah, how sweet uh speaking of relationships Speaking of The Last Bachelorette, Claire Crawley and Dale Moss confirm reconciliation three months after calling off engagement. This is oh my to God, they've actually confirmed this? They've confirmed it. Oh my goodness. Is this, I don't, have they actually said it or is she just posting and that the and Us Weekly is calling it confirmation? Hold on a second here. I think they're using their Instagram as proof which i kind of agree i think instagram is proof as well claire did start posting this week pictures of being in new york with dale and and for me that's confirmation but it's not like they've ever said we're back together we are assuming it's a lot of time spent for two people that were engaged and obviously liked each other however this might be the start they needed right hey let's take it slower let's pull back a bit we like each other we're into each other we're obviously attracted to each other, so maybe we can start dating now and see where this goes. Who knows? But they're spending a lot of time together, mm-hmm. uh, and that can be confirmed because yeah, on social I mean, they're together a lot. This is so happy. This is such good news. I love so this happy. so much. This is so happy. Uh, so happy. Well, in less happy news, but still Claire Crawley news. Claire Crawley throws shade at Matt James after he moves on with another woman amid Rachel... Uh, reunion. This according to Us Weekly. All right. Well, do you remember when Claire threw shade at Matt a year ago when she found out that he, who was then currently set to be on her season, had a cameo? If you guys don't know what a cameo is, it's basically where you do paid videos for fans, like little shout outs. And she just didn't like that. And I understood why she didn't like that. Um, but now... a Twitter user, a follower of hers, reminded Claire and Bachelor fans that she had initially put this warning out about Matt in the past. And and Claire retweeted with a comment, a little shrug and a smirk emoji that on April 9th, like this past Friday, that that she she she's. She's basically saying like, oh, yeah, I I remember when I called him out on like not not always being perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so basically Claire Claire's being Claire's being Claire. (laughs) She's just like, oh, hey, remember I when I had a problem with him? Oh, yeah. I warned you guys that I didn't think that he was 100 percent perfect. So, you know, you know drama 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 well drama 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 
Okay, good transition here. We're really leading into these. Speaking of drama, Victoria Larson talks bullying accusations and Bachelor Journey. Her quote is, I wasn't taking it seriously. This is according to People. She wasn't taking it seriously, huh? Okay, so Victoria was on a show this week and she said that she knew that Matt appreciated her while on the show. She also said she didn't think that Rachel was going to be the winner. She said, my brain couldn't wrap around it. I knew Michelle would make it pretty far. And then in hindsight, I'm like, okay, not surprised Rachel won because they did have a strong connection. But I really thought that Brie was going to win. Very interesting. Um, She also says that she genuinely didn't feel like it was her place to say if someone was ready for love or not. She said that I think that he, that he, Matt, seems to be headed in a really good direction. Um, But she said that she didn't personally have that romantic spark with him. She said that they didn't have physical chemistry. She said, I just didn't feel it. Um, And so, and so therefore, okay, let's bring the queen. Let's just have fun with it. That's how it was for me. Okay, 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 okay. Victoria, now in hindsight, you're saying, (laughs) I didn't feel a connection or spark. Yet on the show, she was like, there's nobody here for him except for me. I am the only right choice. Well, hindsight's obviously 2020. (laughs) isn't hindsight always 2020 on the bachelor i mean i always ask people who get off the show like when did you realize it wasn't right for you like that person wasn't right for you and it's like always two or three days later like once you're on the airplane back you're like oh that was infatuation that was attraction well i guess we can be happy that uh matt and victoria didn't end up together after the show that's a big win for the two of them since there wasn't a connection or the chemistry that either of them were probably wanting when it comes to love. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. 
or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real. Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. 
The scents are just amazing. And when I said it, my bathroom smells like a spa. I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Ashley, we have a headline from Eric Bigger. Eric Bigger has been somebody on the podcast many times. He's speaking out about the Chris Harrison controversy, and his quote is he shouldn't be canceled. He explains Bachelor casting can approve, improve. This according to Us Weekly. He says, I love Chris Harrison. I know him personally. He's a great individual. We all fall short at times. We all make mistakes. No one's perfect. I think in that moment, he made a big mistake. He messed up. You know, if I saw him today and I had the conversation, I'd say, you made a mistake, buddy. It's okay. There's consequences and there's a cause and effect for everything. And I believe Chris Harrison should be suspended and he should have some time off. And I think he should have, he should like rethink and maybe educate himself in some ways and do some work, you know, build some time with thyself. But I don't think he should be canceled. Come on. Like we're not even being real, right? (laughs) So you're telling me no one can show up and be a person and make mistakes. He did an interview with Us Weekly where he says a lot on this. Have you heard uh, Justin Bieber's new song about cancel culture? No, you are you are a Bieber. You're you're a believer now. Huh? I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself some Bieber these days. Uh, but my buddy who knew I loved the song "Lonely" texted me this. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Bieber just came out with, with a new one called Afraid to Say," featuring Lauren Walters, Justin Bieber talking about cancel culture. Hey, um, well, big changes in Bachelor Nation uh, from rumors of Pilot Pete. Uh, potentially being the next bachelor or shutting those down on i've heard of that and i don't even know where those rumors could have possibly come from like the guy is never becoming the bachelor again yeah well i don't know either but somebody from his (laughs) season is making headlines this week victoria fuller uh she's saying that in an interview uh on the new uh podcast clickbait that she's saving herself for marriage It's everything to me, she says. This according to Us Weekly from the interview on Clickbait. Yeah, I thought this was really interesting. She said that after recently joining a non-denominational Christian community that she has learned to embrace spirituality in a way that's different from the Catholic Catholic upbringing that she grew up in. She said, "Um, I grew up so Catholic that everything I did was judged or I always felt like I was doing something wrong. I never felt accepted. And then I was just opened up to this world where God is so good and he forgives. Uh, She says, it's kind of funny because now my two biggest questions when I go on a date are, what's your relationship with the Lord? And what are your intentions? She said, to me, that's just everything at this point. So it's changed. Before, I I don't think of my relationships really... before i don't think my relationships really revolved around that and it's so interesting she basically said that 
she likes ending dates with just going their separate ways now and just being like, you, you better respect that or I'm not down to date you. I, it's pretty nice. I, uh, you know, I wonder how much of an impact Maddie Pruitt's had in Victoria's life. Obviously, they're good friends. Oh, They've been yes. hanging out more. I, I wonder, yeah. you know, how much, uh, like what, how that dynamic has impacted both of them probably uh, in many ways. But, okay, moving on here. Chris Randone slams Dylan Barber's theory about Bachelor Nation's outing in Nashville. This according to Us Weekly. Big news, okay. Dylan Barber calling out some of Bachelor Nation's peeps for hanging out in Nashville. This is one of those headlines that's just like trying to create something that I don't really know is anything, but um, Dylan said, I think on Twitter, was it on Twitter? Um, yeah. He was like, oh, I'm sure the Bachelor producers are stoked that all these Bachelor folk are hanging out this weekend, alluding to the fact that <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise is basically happening off screen because there was a ton of people together in Nashville for Kelsey Weir's birthday this week, including Blake, Jason, Victoria, Victoria Paul, that was the blonde one, um, Clay Harbor, Chris Bukowski, Spencer Robertson, Spencer from Spencer and Ed from Tasha season. And, you know, he's basically like, oh, they're all they're all mingling off camera and these two relationships are forming. And it's kind of ironic because Blake, who is there and Blake, who I imagine will never be doing another season of Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> recently said in an interview, everyone's talking to everyone already. And I'm like, haven't you guys have you guys learned nothing from me <laughs> he says i'm like god you idiots you are just just effing wait six months and then you won't have to deal with that and i kind of i kind of agree but but thanks for the tea blake apparently all these people are already flirting in the dms and in real life but yeah. um, but the whole Chris Redone part of this is that Chris was like, uh, I need to be with people like I need to hang out with people. I've been in such a dark place and alone in 2020 and like being with people and able to socialize now is something that's very important to me. Well, they were together. Uh, you know, Blake was a part of this. Who knows if he's talking to anybody? Who knows if he's not? We can is he Ben? You just saw him the other night. Come on now. I don't think he is. I really don't. I do have... I do have some theories that I'll share later on. Becca Kufrin? Bachelor Nation's Raven Gates celebrates her upcoming Aww. wedding to Adam Gottschalk. Life is more fun with you. This is according to people. Uh, Raven and Adam are getting married this weekend, and she's been basically Aww. doing a countdown on her Instagram. So this coming weekend, stay tuned for all the content when Raven becomes Mrs. How do you say his last name? Gottschalk? I think so. How, how I feel like they are so under the radar. They are a Bachelor in Paradise couple that they, they didn't leave engaged. No. Uh, they got engaged off the show, and they've been engaged for two years now. And now they're getting married. And uh, I think they're going to be... So it's going to be with married couples now. Okay. It'll be me and Jared, Jaden Tanner, and Raven and Adam. And then we have the two Bachelor in Paradise divorces. Oh, well, really excited for them. We'll celebrate them here. They're just tremendously awesome people. Um, 
Raven actually has been really great to Jessica over the last few months. I they love talk. Raven. And, uh, she's the sweetest. I've only met her once, but she's so lovely. She's great. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Big news here. Bachelor in Paradise alum Crystal Nielsen, who's also a fan and friend of the podcast, reveals her baby girl's name. She said it's the love of their lives. This according to people. So if you guys were following her on Instagram during the birth last week, she revealed that they wanted to meet the baby, get to know the baby before really giving it, giving her a name and signing the birth certificate paperwork. So they actually, um, they sent the birth certificate online. They submitted it online after bringing the baby home. And her name is Andara Rose Bowles. Andara. You think beautiful. it's Andara? Am I saying it right? I, I feel bad so. if I'm not saying it right. Yeah, Andara. It's I can't imagine. No which way. Andara? Andara. It's yeah. very pretty. I really like it. Rose Bowls. Man, you guys, I was going to have my little girls in the futures. I, you guys, I'm not pregnant, but that sure sounded like it. Um, I was going to name the middle name Rose too, but not anymore. Too many roses out there. It's uh, really exciting news. Uh, we were with her. Uh, on a special live podcast that we did kind of at right after she announced that she was pregnant. Um, we're celebrating her. We're celebrating uh, the start of this new family. Well, Ashley, you know, my, my dream job I have had, I have not kept it a secret is to host a, uh, a bachelor type show where senior citizens are involved. It's always been the <laughs> thing because that's the one thing you get most often for at least me when I come off the show, you meet people wherever you're at, and they say, I wish they would start a bachelor for senior citizens. Well, I always said, I think it's a great idea. Well, then all of a sudden the bachelor announces they're doing it. And I've never done this, but I'm raising my hand saying, hey, guys, if you need somebody, I am here for it because I think this idea is absolutely incredible. Well, Hulu, in fact, is weighing in on the original spinoffs of dating franchise as Rob Mills. We all know Rob Mills. He is the EVP of Unscripted and Alternative Entertainment for the Walt Disney Television. Uh, gives an update on the senior citizens offshoot. This according to the deadline. So it seems as if possibly Hulu is going to be the place for this show, as well as some other Bachelor spinoffs that they might create, <sighs> which is kind of cool. So if you guys remember, they did run that informational ad-ish thing during um, the past season or two of The Bachelor looking for elders. Senior, I think it was 55 and... Was it 55 and older? Uh, 65 I, and older. No, it was 65 and older? Oh, heck yeah. I don't rem I didn't remember that. Okay, so they said that they got a lot of interesting individuals with incredible stories, including one woman who has claimed that she slept with a former president of the United States. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Rob Mill says that these people have great stories to tell, and it feels like that is going to be a home run idea of a show if they get it right. I that's all they needed. All I needed was to hear that somebody in this possible cast had slept with a president. <laughs> And then, then we're watching. Are you kidding me? Come on. Uh, give these persons a chance at love. Put them out there on television. I think it's awesome. I think it's exciting. One of the best ideas anybody's ever had, and I hope they get it right and they make this thing work. Hey, Ben, do you know of any parents that parents of contestants from previous seasons of the bachelor bachelorette that you think would be perfect for this that are single and be perfect for this um i know that nick wants his girlfriend's mom to be on it and i will her, her mom is hot really <laughs> i saw pictures yeah uh i mean i 
I can't think off the top of my head at any single parent. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, how cool would that be? Like, the parents. Get- Col- Colton's dad? And Colton's dad's not old enough. I don't know if he's single. I think he's, like, married. Oh. Oh, yeah. So uh, that could be a I problem. I was trying to think of single parents. Um, how are single parents? Oh, my God. Oh, we'll see. It doesn't even work. I was going to say Bree's mom because, you know, we heard, oh, no, Bree's mom is engaged now. All right. You guys send in <laughs> email, tweet us right on our Facebook. The the parents from Bachelor alums who you'd like to see on the Senior Plus show. Oh, that'd be that'd be fantastic. I mean, come on. What a what a terrific opportunity for people uh, to watch. Uh, some people fall in love. I mean, we just need more love on television. Well, Ashley, I told you I would give you who I think would be a great Bachelor in Paradise couple. Here it is. Oh, My yeah. first person I want to see on Paradise is Elise Delbaum. I think she's one of the best oh, people. Oh, please, uh, please, yes. I would be such a fan. Of, I, I am such a fan of her. I just think she's awesome. She's been incredible um, to me personally. Uh, and I just think, I mean, come on. She's, she's awesome. The second... Uh, person that I would absolutely, uh, I guess, couple I would absolutely love to see. You ready for this? You ship, you're shipping them. Becca Kufrin and Blake Hortzman. Yay! But Blake will never do it. Uh, you know what? I would be surprised <clears throat> if he didn't do it. Oh, really? Okay, so listen, it can't be any worse, right? No, so mean, talk about a redemption story. And The Bachelor loves giving people a redemption story. Why not? Yeah, they do. And like, you know, it's not like he's been pushed aside. He's still hanging out with all these Bachelor people. You know, he's traveling, doing these DJ sets that people are showing up to. It's not like he's been like forgotten about. Out of the loop. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in still the there. And so, you know what? Like, obviously, Becca's had a, a rough year. Um, I don't know if she's single or not, but if she is, I'm saying, hey, show up to that beach and see if you and Blake can start this thing over. If we could see the rekindling of that romance on Bachelor in Paradise, do you hear the tone in my voice? I am legitimately getting giddy. I mean, I've never seen anybody so hurt, like devastated, devastated than Blake was when it like, I yeah. think he thought. Like, I think he truly thought, like, that's my wife and she's leaving for another person. So, like, I don't know, Ashley. It could be a wild (gasps) season of Paradise. A lot could be happening. We have a lot of people that have never had a chance to be on Paradise that are kind of waiting, right? You got Peter Weber's cast uh, that still has yet to ever have a chance. Peter should come on Paradise. I would love Peter on Paradise. Let's get all the leads on Paradise who are not coupled up. Oh, my gosh. This could be wild. Ashley, what a podcast. Tons of headlines. As we said next week, we're exploring some big stories. Big stories that will rock Bachelor Nation's world. We'll talk about them next week. We're going to bring on some very special guests. But until then, this has been a great episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. And I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Right here, right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.